So oh, if you're yeah. listening to this, you're fixing to hear our discussion that we had with with Andre and Easy from the Juxtaposition Debate and Josh yep. from uh, What Are We Doing Here podcast. Yep. Um, this is a long episode, dude. Almost three is. hours. So so uh, if you're listening to this, um, this will be a two-part episode. We will release half of it uh, on one Monday and half of it yeah. maybe the next Monday. But this is not 99 and 100. This is just episode this is, 99. This is 99 part one, and then the next week will be 99 part two. Yeah. It, it'll, you know, it'll be... The weeks will be the same, but the episode number will be will will stay ninety nine. Yep. But but anyway, um, I had a great time. Oh, so much fun! These it's great. I mean, to get to get, you know, to have five people from four countries on three continents. I feel like so this many has to be for a life. podcast some type of world record. It's got to be something. And I feel like that we Maybe should I'm wrong. find some way know. to get recognition for this. Yeah, I don't know, but. Uh, uh, I have drank more than I thought I would drink today. Yeah. Um, I got a little bit of a buzz going. Yeah. I'm on number like four or five. I don't know which. Uh, you're on... Five. I was going to say you're on four and a half is yeah, what I was going to say. Half, yeah. yeah. And I'm on three and a half. Yeah. You're one ahead of me for yeah, sure. bitch. The difference between you and I is you don't... You can just go home and do whatever. I still have to, to hang out with my wife and kids today. I have to hang out with my wife once she gets home from home. Once she gets yeah. home. From, that's the thing. Yeah. My wife is upstairs waiting on me so that we can watch the F1 race. We can fucking pass out while you're watching. And my son just texted me, Happy Father's Day. Oh, shit. Oh, Happy Father's Day to you, by the way. Yes, thank you. It's a bullshit holiday, but, you know, Happy Father's Day. (laughs) So I'm texting him back saying, thanks, you're the first. All right, well, until next week, we we have a pretty good 100th episode coming up. I'm pretty excited about it. What is our hundredth episode? It's gonna be a fucking lawyer asshole. Oh yeah, yeah, Gordon Firemark. Yeah, that's right, Gordon yep. Firemark. He's a uh, entertainment lawyer. Um, so, yep. and and apologies for the beginning of the episode. It was kind of a clusterfuck. We're gonna try to edit it together where it it's is. not quite a clusterfuck. But just when my son said "fuck yeah," I said you're the first to say "happy Father's Day." So fuck yeah. But, uh, he hey. he cut the uh, tip of his finger off this week at work. Good for him. His first day on the job, they gave him zero training. They said, uh, here, cut this chicken. Yep. And he started cutting and cut like legitimately like into the fingernail, like half the tip. Like to the point there's nothing to repair. They just had to chemically cauterize it. Nice. Good for him. And uh, so anyway. So you working at Chipotle? That no. sounds like some, some Chipotle shit. No, it's some Cheesecake Factory. Shit. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, so like Stephen said, bear with us on the first. Uh, well, we're going to edit bit. it together. I don't think they'll be able to tell, but we'll see. Um, I'm sure they'll hear some discussion on it. But regardless... Um, check out the juxtaposition debate. They broadcast on on Sundays, and I think it's one to three Eastern U.S. Right. And then uh, we'll, I do feel like we got a lot of shit for being American today, but it we was, did. It was but still who cares? Well, yeah. well, well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I enjoyed this. I think we should make this a regular, maybe once a quarter thing, right? Um, uh, because it's fucking early. It's nine forty eight yeah. here, and that the whole. I've had so much to drink. Yeah. Are you going to be able to drive right now? Yeah, I'm fine to drive. Okay. I'm not tequila drunk. That's good. Yeah. But I also want to be able to give back to my community, to other communities. I want to have a house big enough that friends and family can, if they're down on their luck or whatever, they can come and stay there for a little while and get back on their feet. I want to, I want to give back with money, but I also want to be rich and do selfish things like buy Ferraris and things like that as well. Like I'm I'm not going to make, I'm not going to try to, paint myself as this uh this uh, super generous Dude, person I, like i, I shit want you it. not if i got super rich i would do so many drugs 
Oh, I would so do that too. So fucking many drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but I would pay somebody to stand there and roll me back on my side so I don't choke on my own vomit right. and things like that. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go. <laughs> uh, you know, rich people Andre, are taxed yeah. a lot. Like, how honestly. did you guys grow up? What's that? There's a point. There's a point to this. There's a. There's no, go a ahead. Point. Yeah, I, 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 I grew up poor. Yeah, I me could, too. I say, I could say I grew up poor. Um, uh, one parent family. Um, yeah, grew up poor. Um, at one point, homeless. Um, but you know, mum was, mum is strong. You know, kept us together. Um, she had a nervous breakdown through it. You know. But yeah, she kept us, you know, she kept us together and um, come out the I other end. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Which part? Your mum had a breakdown. Oh yeah, that was before. That was before oh, you and I um, oh, met. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's before okay. you and I met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got put in a home. Right. We were put in a home. Yeah, yeah, put in a home for a little while. All right. For me, for me, you know, well, I had both parents, and both parents mm-hmm. worked. So my parents actually got a mortgage and got their own place. So, definitely not rich, but that middle. Um, no, uh, we were poor. Depends, as always, like everything, it's all um, relative, isn't it? I wasn't able to to go to school and get the latest trainers like some of my friends um, had. But I had a I had decent trainers. I didn't have to go to school with um, trainers with holes in them. Um, Didn't have the latest clothes, but I had clothes. So we grew up relatively well. My parents worked hard. I had both parents. Yeah. So I can't say I grew up. No, obviously I wanted things, but I, I grew up relatively well considering. Yeah, considering I'm, I'm actually, the that I was I'm in the same boat as you. I grew up very middle class. Like my parents are still together. No, no, They're, I wasn't middle class. Really? We were, we were middle class. <laughs> okay. we back in the class, but not middle class. Back in the class, but not middle class. Yeah. Uh, but that's right. We, we like, I guess, just for, I guess, uh, just, in, just for the the thing, we can just be like lower middle, whatever. You know what I mean? Okay. You, you, what about you, Josh? You everything, but you didn't. I, I had fuck all, and I grew up poor as fuck. Yeah. Um, not a lot of food, not a lot of anything. I did go to school with the the hand. I remember I used to have to wear my dad's shoes to school, and they did have the holes in them. Like I grew up, I I lived in a warehouse for for a period of time. Oh damn. Uh, just like anything like horrible that. You know, most people grow up with sexual abuse, watching drug and alcohol abuse my whole life. Like, I, I grew up with the shit. So the reason why I bring it up is because I think there's an aspect of, and this plays into the whole the whole thing where it gives you access. Um, growing up poor, you don't have access to, to anything because you, 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 you're too focused on survival. Like, you, your main thing is, like, just getting day by day. Whereas like, I think if you grow up in you know, middle or upper class, you don't have to worry about day to day. You don't have to worry about mm. yeah. food. So schooling's better because you're, once again, you're clothed, you're warm, you've slept in a bed rather than right. on the floor. Right. Um, so I think it changes the the purpose of the, 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 that, that access to things is, is changed. Yeah. So I think with the whole like billionaire thing, it's not, it's not the billionaire's fault that they're billionaires. Who the fuck doesn't want to be a billionaire? Right. Mm-hmm. Somebody goes, if I give you a job where you have to work 16 hours a day and become a billionaire, anybody's going to jump at that opportunity. Yeah. Just of course. The, it's allowing access. And, and, and once again, it's not the rich people to take care of it. It's the government. The government needs to take care of these, these things and, and realize that poor people don't have access. 
right to these things and and i think i've heard it a lot when i was growing up I'm like you could have done better you could have gone to university and like it wasn't in my realm man yeah. like it's not even considered in your family like i was made to go yeah to exactly yeah. fucking early yeah. and half of my pay or 250 dollars whatever it was it was mm-hmm. either half or 250 dollars mm-hmm. went to the family yeah yeah so we, had a, so we had a roof and so we had food but once again the drug and alcohol abuse plays into that where yeah. You don't have it, right? Well, because it could be elsewhere. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. So yeah. once again, your access yeah. is denied. I remember even when I was going to. So we have a you know kindergarten to year twelve. I had to work year twelve, year eleven. Oh, like I was working from fifteen. But I remember going to. I had to go to to work before school. Um, so from six a.m. till nine, and then I went from you know I'd go to to school, uh, and then I had to go back to work at five o'clock. Doing what? Doing what? I was uh, doing my school-based chef's apprenticeship. Granted, it wasn't every day. It was like three or four nights a week or days a week. Uh, but I'd work most weekends as well. Yeah. Um, but it's just one of those things that, you know what I mean? You don't you don't question it. You don't argue with it. You, mm. you want to eat? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking get to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's, where the, that's where it really changes because you're like – you know, going to university isn't on your list because university doesn't fucking pay your bills. It doesn't feed you. It doesn't right. keep you warm. So there's your access. Your yeah. access is immediately gone. Yeah. Well, um, sorry, you go. No, no, no. Go ahead, man. I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it. And I think that's like as we we're getting at before. That's it's once again, it's not the billionaires' issue. It's a it's a community issue. And yeah. Um, I think you guys were saying before, like people giving back to the community, it shouldn't take regular folks taking care of regular folks. Right. It should take everybody taking care of everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? You shouldn't have to give somebody, like I got fucking $10 left in my pocket. Here's $10 when, yeah. you know, there's some asshole over there not paying tax or whatever. Like who knows the loopholes, who's been this generationally wealthy, who's been taught yeah. every fucking little nook and cranny to get out of paying mm-hmm. money to. Yeah. To, to provide yep. for other people. Yeah, I, I like, think uh, like, they're the ones that should be held accountable. Yeah, well, I think like here in the States, you have a big, there's a, this big, and I think it's a myth, the whole pulling yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. And that's yeah. absolutely, like, it's few for a minority of people, right, that have, you know, been able to lose everything and build themselves back up. But for the most part, like the people that have, um, that are successful usually have had some help along the way, even if they were in high school when that shit happened. But like when you're poor as fuck and even if you're saving and you're working three jobs, you get a fucking flat tire. That shit can set you back months, you know, of, you know, whatever. And cause like my, my wife grew up poor as shit down here. Like same thing, like no food, like, you know, barely scraping by and it took her like into her thirties before she got to where she was making somewhat of a living for herself. And like, I got really fortunate. Like, I mean, I had help from my folks when I was younger and then like I reached a point and I'm like, I refuse to ask for anything anymore. And I, I bottomed out for a little bit, but I pulled back out, but I already had that base level that had been, I'd been helped with up until that point in time. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that. Like their life hits bottom and then they're like, well, I pulled myself back up. I'm like, yeah, but you kind of had a head start. That's right. Well, there's a, there's another thing and easy. You might find this as well. It's like, as you become more successful, as you get older, you get this thing called imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome. Uh, So imposter syndrome is you don't fucking belong. Uh, And then what happens is when you do create a world for yourself that is outside of what you grew up with, you don't fit in either. Right. You can't go back to work. Uh, uh, and you can't, 
you can't fit in with the people that you're with. Uh, yeah, so should... Sorry, Andrew, go. Yeah, yeah. That, it's funny you should say that because um, I'm well familiar with that. And I'm familiar with that because even though I didn't get any great qualifications at school, I did study later on. And I did some electronics, did some computer stuff, got a job in computers. And now I'm, I'm, I've got a decent position in computers. And I've got people that I'm actually managing. Yeah. But like mm. you said, I've joined managers meetings and I've sat there and we've talked and I've regularly had this thought in the back of my mind of, should you really be here? Well, that, that's the, the, the imposter syndrome. Yeah. I'm thinking about, am I, you know, are you really qualified to be here? And I have to keep reminding myself that, yes, I am. And, and again, I do find that I remember before my manager, I used to work extra long hours and, and he would say to me, why are you doing that? Why are you working these hours? Do you have a problem? I say, no, no problem. I'm doing fine. I'm just finishing off these things. But deep down, I work extra long for two reasons. One is that I, I worry that I'm not up to the job and I have to prove to myself and to others so that they can't say, you know, well, so I can show people I've done. But not only that, I saw this on TV and, um, and it struck me that I was under it myself where um, my parents told me growing up that if you want to get anywhere or just to be as good as everybody else, you have to be better. You have to work better. You have to work hard. You have to work Absolutely. more. And even though I'd forgotten about that, I realized when my manager was asking me the questions, that's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. At some level, I still believe that I had to do more, be better, just to, to to stay at that level with other people. Yeah, 100%. Like, I've completely bullshitted my way into the position I have now, and I'm so not worthy to be there. But, you know, I've always joked that what I make for in, like, knowledge, I make up for in tenacity. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, you work your ass off mm -hmm. work twice as hard and become valid. But, I mean, you also, Andre, have the advantage of your fucking looks. Like, you're sexy as shit. So, you know, that plays oh, a big role sake. into your I'm success. Gonna, I'm not going to argue with you. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Easy. If you had a hot girl with boobies beside you, I'd be straight sold on you, too. But, you know, God damn it, Andre. Oh, please. Well, like, I, I, I never finished college. Like, I have, like, uh, several things I've almost done with, but I never finished university. The military helped me. And I don't know how it is mm -hmm. where you guys are, and I'd be interested to hear, but like one option we do have here that not many people take is if you fucking jump into the military for four years, you know, then you can get your college paid for, you know, you have a degree and it's like going to a trade school. And that's yeah. basically no. what saved my ass. No, no, Andre, there is my mentality has always been, there's no place for a black man in, in any of those things, the military, the yeah, army, really? the police. <laughs> yeah, no place for a black man. No, maybe I, I, at some stage there will be, but maybe the no, strip, maybe think... the strip club in your case. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that same thought with you, Andre, with regards to the um, military. Um, yeah. I respect. I respect anyone who does it. Of course, of course. Not, not for me. Not and in the police, I think that. For there to I, be I, yeah, but you, you know what? You know what? That's because of the fact of what our family that our family have been through and so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, because that exactly the military thing. No, I, like I said, I know a couple of black guys who have been in the military. I respect them for doing it. Not my thing. I don't yeah, respect I don't people anymore. There's a couple of guys. Yeah, there's a couple of. In fact, my my cousin 
is in the, was in um, Northamptonshire Police Force. You know, I didn't, I, you know, we didn't fall out, didn't fall out at all. I respect what he did. No, you know, of course not. I think but for black I, people, I, 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 I wouldn't do it. Yeah, for black people to go forward, there needs to be black people in in the police force. No, I got you. just not. My of course, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't believe yeah, fifty thousand. I don't think, and this is people, this especially the South, people don't like it, but I don't think that people on the police force or military deserve any more or less respect than anybody fucking else. At this day and age, you're not being forced to go the fuck right. in. Like, you're going in for a job, and yeah. you're getting paid to do what the fuck you signed up for. Like, if you're drafted mm -hmm. and you're made to go in, different fucking story. But if you're doing it by choice, it's no different than me spending four years in the university and then going to get another job. Like I'm going in with a purpose in mind, whether it's to be a fucking bullet sponge and kill some fucking enemies or whether it's to, you know, work in intelligence, but it's still just a fucking job. Like I don't understand this. Well, I really respect you for being a public servant. It's like, no, that's the fucking career you chose. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, there's a, like a, yeah, a it's true. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in America where there's a bit of bribery because don't you get a car as well? Don't they give no. you a... Yeah, you do get free college. You get free college. That's about it. Yeah. And like military, like I got medically discharged, right? So I was like, I was planning on staying in. They kicked me out. It was honorable, but, um, but still, but I get benefits now. Like my benefits pay my fucking mortgage for like while yeah, But I'm they also, <laughs> they also, your, your pay when you're in the military because you have the housing is covered to, yeah. if you live on, on base and, yeah. And you have free college, whatever. But your pay is shit. I mean, for what you at a base level, but you still yeah. get a good bit, at I, least at the lower ranks. So I disagree with Stephen slightly on as far as the respect thing goes. To me, it depends on when you join. Like, so we had nine eleven happen in two thousand one, and a lot of people. <laughs> it was an inside job, goddammit. it. I I get it, but um, we had a, a lot of young people. <laughs> a lot of young people saw this happen and decided they wanted to join the military to. For better or worse, or for false premises or not, or from propaganda or not, that's it. They wanted to defend the country. Whether they was truly defending the country or not is is beside the point. But All I mean, right. I had a brother and things like. So I think if, if you join in a time of war, yeah, you probably deserve a little bit more respect because you know where you're going. But no. if you're just somebody that just decides my career path, I'm going to benefit from the college and things like that, go in the military. No, you're just making a career choice the same way the rest of us do. Yeah. Well, the, Interesting. The, the fact of the matter is, though, is there's not been a – and it gets these fucking poor – and I say poor, but 18-, 19-year-old kids get manipulated as shit because the fact of the matter yeah. is if you look at it unbiasedly, there hasn't been a fight for freedom oh, in yeah. – for sure. hundreds of years it's all been economic mm -hmm. every sure, but that's why war. i said yeah. for better for worse for whatever lie they're being fed or not yeah. that's what they think they're doing yeah and that's it that's to be commended if you think you're joining to go into war and fight for it and you decide to do that of your own free will yeah. i think that you deserve a little bit of respect for nah. that but nah. But I, you know, I don't think the government deserves that respect. That's for that's it. like saying, oh, hey, you're 21 and decided not to get shit faced your whole life. You should deserve some respect for that. No, fuck that. It's not the same thing at all. It's not the same thing at all. Because there's no chance of you dying from not getting shit faced, like what? joining the military. You can. You know how many times I've almost died when I was drunk. I fuck said, that. You, but you said choosing not to I get know, shit faced. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm just, joking. I'm just saying. 
if you're making a choice to do it in a quote time where you're going to be sent off onto the front lines to fight terrorism because you know everybody has terrorists except the u.s uh, i assume that's right. what, it's kind of what we're fed what? over yeah. here yeah, that's right but it, it's America, like you deserve if you're making that choice freely you deserve a little bit of respect <laughs> everybody, for it, but everybody's you know. a communist or a terrorist that's right everybody's socialist <laughs> communist or terrorist and socialist are just communist team america do what yeah team america that's world right. police yeah that's, that's actually right. a documentary. Yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. It is a documentary. It's, it's a documentary. Yes. Fuck um, yeah. So yeah, that's right. So I I wonder this. You're talking about imposter syndrome, but I also wonder this for those of us because, I mean, I grew up middle class, lower middle class. I, I was a little worse off than than Stephen was, and yeah. but not nearly as bad off as as the stories I'm hearing uh, Josh and and uh, Easy tell, but. Um, do you notice that in your adult life, growing up poor, not the imposter syndrome part of it, but like for me, it's very hard to spend money on myself, but I can spend it's very money. hard to do what? Hard to spend, spend money, money on myself, like uh, buy myself something. Like, well, like, well, easy. You can't, you can't, you can't say you have the problem easy. No, I can't, I can't agree with that part. It's an interesting, it's an issue. I work like a fucker and I spend money on myself and I've got no problem doing that. Yeah. I'm I mean, not going to lie. I've got no problem spending. Yeah. Interesting. You know, if I work, I work hard for the money. Trust me. I work, you know, all the hours that God can put in front of me if there's such a person. But sure. yeah, yeah, I, I spend, I spend well. I do. Yep. Yeah. Do I own a Cartier watch? Yes. You know, do I do I go on lavish holidays? Absolutely. When I could. Yeah. I you think know? it's one of those things too. It's like you you one, there's no fear of being at the bottom. You've already seen it. Yeah. You grew up in it, you lived in it, so fucking spending some money isn't gonna kill you. Um yeah, I have a health I have a healthy look, yeah, sorry Josh, just quickly. Two, I have a healthy respect money. But yeah, go on, sure. sorry, Josh, go on. That's right. And and two it usually gets taken away from you when you when you when you grow up poor. Right. I think that was my biggest thing. It's like you'd see it come, and then you'd immediately see it go. Unless you can go, oh, I'm going to buy this instead. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you can buy that little thing mm-hmm. for yourself, that's some money that you're not handing over to somebody else. Well, and and that's that's where uh uh, uh not maybe not a it's it's a difference in the way I grew up poor and the way you grew up poor. Like when I turned 16 years old i had to have a job i had to pay half of my car insurance but but i didn't the that money i made was for me like i got to do whatever so that's a difference between the two of us but i always i've always had these things like this could go away like my wife and i are making more money than we've ever made in our life we can afford to go and do whatever almost whatever we want i mean obviously i can't go out and buy a ferrari or something like that but but we can afford to do whatever we feel like doing. We can we could eat out every we could go out to a restaurant and never buy groceries and eat out every meal if we wanted to. But there's still all mm-hmm. this feeling and this thing in the back of your mind is like this could all go away at some point. Right. I have to admit, I, I can um, identify with that. And and um, I do have a thing where I constantly try to have some money saved, always yeah, worried that things could yeah, could take a turn for the worse again, which is probably one of the reasons again why I, I still 
try to work probably longer hours than I need to yeah. and, and all those sort of things. So yeah. I do, I do have a think in the back of my mind is worry that, yeah, something could happen. And yeah, you don't want to, you don't want, you don't want to end up, you don't want to end up where you were growing up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See, I, yeah. I identify, you simply, you simply don't. Yeah, yeah. More with Josh and my wife and I are the same way. Cause she reported not quite the same mentality as me, but it's kind of like, okay, I, I have this $20. That's not going to pay off shit. So I might as well get a little bit of happiness out of this $20 and then work a little, you know, to, to try to make up for whatever. But also you, we both have like a lot of self-loathing. So there's a yeah. lot of like, I don't deserve this. I'll give money to other people, yeah. but I'm not buying this for my shit myself because, you know, I don't, I don't deserve whatever, but. Self-loathing. Yeah. Yeah. No, self- I, I don't, that I don't have. I don't have any of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because you because you look in the mirror no, and no, jerk no, off no, every no. morning. So that's I mean, there's, that's you know, too deep for me. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, but uh, that's too deep. I know. I, I find that shit interesting. Going back though, just for a second to the what we were talking about as far as people taking care of people, like at least in the states with uh, Protestantism and stuff, like we wouldn't have any of these issues if the fucking church would do their goddamn job and spend some of the billions of dollars they bring in and do what they're actually supposed to do and take care of the poor regardless of religious belief like that's their purpose is to take care of people not just themselves and so a big problem they are they're doing exactly that taking care of themselves yep yeah and Fuck there's, everyone else. there's so much money in these the mega churches. The yeah, like they could absolutely like almost take care of an entire welfare system or homeless shelters for the poor and completely pay for it without having any tax dollars go to it. So part of the issue in the states with a lack of health care, a lack of education, a lack of like taking care of things socially is because the church is a fucking selfish bunch of cunts. Like, fuck those guys. <laughs> Hey, and there's the first one. <laughs> I was listening to one of your previous podcasts, um, Steve, and I don't know if you were joking, but you said that you were, I don't know, a, a, I don't know what it is, a preacher or a pastor or something like that. Yeah, it, dude, that I, I went to Bible school. I'm officiating a wedding for a buddy of mine next weekend. I shit you not. <laughs> What, is it, what, what, what do you mean by officiating? What do you mean? I'm doing not, like, you I'm, you're, I'm, you're, I'm, st- st- I'm standing up and marrying the asshole. No, yeah. yeah. Really? But no, dude, I was a, I, no, no shit. I was a full-time pastor for a couple of fucking years. Like I shit you not. Like I was like deep into that shit, but I got, yeah. there's a few things that came across. I realized this is a bunch of fucking bullshit. Like a, it's run like a business and then B, they don't really fucking care about people. And then C, like I went through a divorce and they're like, okay, you can't be a part of the church anymore. I don't care how much you invested your life. So yeah. you're no longer worthy of being here. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys, man. This is some bullshit. So. Oh, that, oh, that, oh, that, oh, that. So yeah. what are you saying? You were a past preacher or whatever. And then you got kicked out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can and you imagine me getting kicked out? Why is that not surprising? <laughs> Fuck Why is that not surprising? No, Fuck you, you didn't get kicked out for the reasons you would expect. You got kicked out for. No, he defucked himself. Yeah. 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 I got, I got, I got kicked out for marrying a crazy bitch because the church was like, like I was trying to like break up with her and they were like, no, you really need to just press through this. It's just a trial or what the fuck ever. And granted, I take responsibility for my own actions. It was ultimately my decision. But as a young dude that grew up in like a religious background, you, you learned like listen to your elders right and and you trust what older people are telling yeah. you and that's what the fuck I did and it just straight dicked me over in the long run again my fault in, at the end of the day but fucking god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean the, the church sounds that- like it, it sounds like it still hurts no it, it really it really doesn't I just 
and I'm not bitter about it at all. I just no, have a, you don't sound bitter. No, well, no, that, that's what I was. No, 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 no. I, that that was my point. Is like I'm not bitter about it. I just have a deep seated, like I I see I see it for what it is because I was in it for so long, and then there's just I have no tolerance for mm-hmm. it because the hypocrisy is so fucking deep. Um, it's insane to me, and like I. Borderline would be willing to fucking like start on a fucking crusade against the fucking church because you know fuck those yeah, bunch so of assholes you know. You got if guns. We were to do a questionnaire to the listeners. Uh, who do you think um, was a, a, a preacher out of everyone here? I'm sure Steve would be the last person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what? sure he'd be the last person, bro. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just, <laughs> on a side note, Easy's pointing out that I said cunt, and I wanted to mention this to Josh. It's a way more common phrase in Australia than it is most places that I've ever, people that I've talked to. It's every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. <laughs> and it's a term of and endearment it's, it's like, and an insult. Uh, am I correct? Yep. It's, it's, it's an everything word. Yeah. You can use it for everything. Yeah. That's yeah. how we use the word fuck over here. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just like fuck. I mean, Same I, thing. so nah, I agree. Easy, it's it's here, but we can't use it over here too often, bro. You can't either. You keep. We do. Up here, up here, like you Let me hear you use it on our program. Yeah, let me hear you use it on our program next time. What? Look, up here. Like Josh said, it is a term of endearment and an insult. Use it on our program. Use it on the station. No, I won't do that. I would never do that. No, you won't. Okay? I, know I would never do won't. that. <laughs> I know you won't. You tell him, you cunt, I love you. Go on, you tell him. <laughs> no, because I was, I was going to say, Josh is a pretty fucking awesome cunt, man. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to work, mate. Ain't going to work. <laughs> yeah, you got to learn how to use It's a very powerful Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. Yeah, I exactly. You gotta drop it properly. Okay, okay. You got you got drop it. You got drop it properly. Yeah. Okay. I remember when uh, when I was over in the states, uh, we were drunk most of the time. It was just like a bunch of. <laughs> Did you say it so much, and people's faces would look so disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big one, man. Dang. Like get out of our face, man! Like y'all do. You call you call you call a Latin woman a cunt. She will stab you in the goddamn throat. No fucking joke. Also, good part about being over there, we were Australian, so we got away with fucking murder. Yeah, we could have done anything. Yeah, we did. We're like, sorry, mate. And they're like, what? You're Australian? Yeah. 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 Well, I think the association, though, with Australia is like they have the hottest. Like, I've noticed that Australian yeah. girls are either absolutely gorgeous or just fucking trolls. You guys don't have a lot in between. Dude, and then Britain has like mostly like meh or disgusting, but they have this small percentage that's like, holy shit. Good for you guys. What well, was it? Jim Jeffries had the joke that was like. Better, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Jim uh, Jeffries had the joke was like Australian women, like they can be hot, but it's that it's that accent, that voice that just turns turns you off. Yeah, and I can't remember what he said, but I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's something about. Aust- I've, I've worked hard to derail this entire conversation. See, Josh has got his missus in the next in the same room, so he's just, he's gone quiet. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 can, I can hear my wife moving around upstairs, and, I, and she's, she's probably not going to be happy. When yeah, I load, loading the guns, <laughs> loading the guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, sorry, what do you mean to do? Not be a bitch. Yeah, whatever. Oh my um, goodness. So, um, <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Yeah, the Australian accent over here is is a, a big deal to to yeah. women. Think it's just super hot, like over well, here. Like, goddamn, Chris Heimworth has ruined it for everyone. Hemsworth? I don't care. Heims, I like Heimsworth because it reminds me of Hymans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Okay. No, like yeah, my yeah. But- <laughs> my daughter changed her Siri to to an Australian accent. Yeah. And Hugh Jack and Hugh Jackman. Goddamn, that piece of man meat. Good for you, Josh. <laughs> yeah, but to top them all off, you have Mel Gibson. So. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. L. <laughs> L's not out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but in all, you guys took it in all fairness, <laughs> they have they have Tom Hiddleston. I mean, they have Benedict Cumberbatch, who looks like a lizard, but he's still sexy as fuck because he's a good actor. Uh, I didn't know Benedict Cumberbatch was Australian. No, I said UK. Oh, okay, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, I said they have their own magical experts. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Tom Holland, and we have um. Idris Elba, Steve, remember? Yeah. Oh, Jesus like Christ. He is such a hot piece of fucking man ass. Jesus Christ, that guy's attractive. <laughs> Jesus, he, did, he did this the last time. Yeah, <laughs> I know. The last time. I don't think you getting divorced had you getting kicked out of the church. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 be, just because I can recognize when a man is fucking gorgeous does not mean I want a dick in my mouth. I'm just throwing that out there. I, I can tell you, I've been watching this train wreck for 22, 23 years, so uh, uh, well, welcome to uh, welcome to the audience. Um, so, to go back to something Stephen said, like I think a lot of issues that, that we have in the U.S. could be solved if the church did what it should be doing. I mean, you take, for instance, when Texas had the, the big issue, was it with the the, the winter storm they had and people were out of power and things like that. And you have Joel Osteen that has this massive basketball arena for his church and wouldn't allow people to come in to have somewhere to stay. That's right. While it got worked out. Yeah, right. At what crazy. point? 20, 20, a 23,000 20, 20, seat living room. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. said, none of, you, none of you are getting in. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah. A man, that's, a, that's a man of the, that's a man of the cloth. cloth. Yes. Yeah. And that's, so that's, yeah, there's a lot of that that goes on over here. It's a whole lot of. Why is it only over there? Well, you know because I mean? politics like, bleeds over into everything over here. Well, because people... capitalism feeds the church too. Because the churches don't have to pay fucking taxes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's um, like once again, it's like who creates these systems? Like it has to be from from something and then what has to stop it? Like I think all, all of America's problems comes back to one fundamental issue that needs to be solved. I don't think it's a like a, a list of issues. I think it's just one very simple thing. Yeah. You know, What's which is? Uh, yeah, as I say, we're all ears. Come we're on, all spin, spin it out. I don't know, man. I'm a strain. I don't know anything. Dude, I, just, I live. <laughs> but the, no, 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 no. This is the beauty of these conversations. Oh, George, say what you're going to say. You're far away. They can't get you. They can't get you. Well, no, you're far so, away. I, say it. I, I, I've, I'm too I've worried been... about fucking spiders and shit down here. I mean, like fucking snakes. Dude, you guys can you fucking have... animals that will Try fuck to... your shit up. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't need three Americans coming down here. Too. No, come on. No, seriously. No, I, I'd venture to say we probably agree with you. I'd say we probably agree with you, or at least America's halfway. The problem is you guys are obsessed with greed. Like, it's not even money at this point. Like, you, this money is just a, this thing that changes hands. You're obsessed with greed, and you believe it gives you power. See, I was going to say, um, I would like, argue and say it's an obsession with power, not greed. Because the greed feeds that power because the people yeah, with the most is, money control. What, what what is two hundred billion dollars 
compared to a hundred billion dollars in terms of power. <laughs> right. You get everything twice. You know what I mean? What is it? What is the difference? Jeff Bezos doesn't fucking tell people what to do. Like he tells his company what to do, but he doesn't go around. He's the richest man on the planet, so he should be the most powerful man on the planet. Right. Yeah, but it's I mean, but the, he's got tentacles and, pure, and leverage into so many places, whether he's openly um, pushing power. I mean, he's got investments that he's pushing. Sure. I think greed transcends like money. It goes really? well beyond it. It goes into, once again, it does go into power. It does go into possessions. It goes into this, this fucking weird attitude. Uh, of trying to be better. But the problem is, is like Americans believe that this one, uh, like the, the person above them is the problem. Like that right. the immediate above them, you know, the, you know, the middle class is trying not to be the lower class and your lower class is, is, is so terrifying that the middle class would do fucking anything not to be it. Yeah. Uh, and that's just up the upper class. You know what I mean? And then the upper class is, is feeding shit down going, well, you don't want to be them. Right. Instead of, Making them go well, we like we we're trying to be you, and you know what I mean. And it's like a yeah. fucking weird thing of greed. It's this weird possessions. Like I no. need to have weird fucking things to make it to have a, a little bit of social currency that I can. No, yeah. well, that's that's what actually we talked about the juxtaposition guys about when they were here is that nobody I don't think really wants equality. They want to fucking ante up and trump the the class that's above them because the class yeah. above them has been fucking them yeah, over trump. for so long. So fucking I want to be <laughs> above this class because they owe me X, Y, and Z. And it's this perpetual fucking thing that creates so much division as opposed to like you said, like that that greed that, that we're obsessed with is nobody really wants everybody just to be able to fucking play well together. Everybody wants to be better than the person either above them or feel better than the people below them. It, there's no, it's that lust for, I guess that is a greed, I guess, more so than power. It's the, that greed for um, influence and that greed for control. But. Well, well and, and he said something, Josh, you said something about how everyone thinking the person above them or the group above them is the problem. And that's a somewhat new thing in the country because if, if you could go back to the 1950s, if someone that, someone that was poor or whatever, and you saw a guy driving a Cadillac down the street, the thought was, wow, if I work hard and maybe get an education or whatever, I can drive a Cadillac one day. And now you see a guy drive the whatever car, an, an, an Audi, a Mercedes or whatever down the street, and you think, fuck that guy, what does he do to deserve but See, that? I would disagree. I think that's a predominantly <laughs> white mindset out of the 50s because as a black man, you would be like, well, I'll never obtain that anyway. The best I can do is X, Y, and Z. And so I still think there's a huge separation. Mm -hmm. It there was just a in a different place. But I mean, I'm just saying like as far as a majority of people in the country at the two different times, yeah, like, that's you. that's the, the way the mindset was. I mean, back then, the the vast majority was white people and now the vast majority is minorities not one minority but all the vast majority is a stretch um the a lot of different minorities kind of equal the one white majority in the country for the most part not not completely but for the most part but it's bled over into all cultures and all, almost all cultures and all things now, asians in the u.s don't don't typically still they still mm. have that whole work hard do well, make your family proud, kind of thing, and I think Jewish people as well, for the most part, do that as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. But which I find interesting that the whole division of power and control amongst the more elite races, I guess, not really races, but people groups, like the Jewish and their Jews and the Asians, man, they control so much yeah. in different industries, and That's I find true. that very interesting. 
Yeah, they run Why's Hollywood in the banks. What's that? Why do, why do you why do you think that's uh, interesting? Um, specifically because one of the few things that I'm aware of that predates racism towards um, towards black people has been anti-Semitism, right? Yep. Like it's 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 buried deep, yep. almost across the board culturally. People fucking hate Jews, but they've been so entrenched and and so powerful in so many um, different ways in in the modern. And I say modern world because I'm I'm not a history major, but you can see over the last couple hundred years, especially in like the banking industries, entertainment industries, um, mm-hmm. and so achieving that level of success in spite of heavy, heavy uh, persecution and and uh, racial issues against them, versus black people that have had like an equal amount but have been really repressed or oppressed. Um, I just I find that dichotomy very strange. Um, yeah, I think Andre, there are s- some fundamental differences between um, blacks and Jews. I agree. And and for me, so what do you think is the most fundamental difference then? Um, skin color is, is one. Um, we've talked about that briefly, like the perception between um, black is bad and white is good. Not necessarily as far as skin color, yep. but as far as... Um, like religious, even like white is light right. and and whatever, and then black but is the devil. Let me just say, yeah, go ahead. Let me just say that um, um, Jewish people are a collective. Yes, you know, w- no, they may have their own. I don't know, their well, language, it's it's, re- their it's religious and racial. Like it's yeah. not just yeah. one thing. Right, but let's let's just be clear that when we say black people, we're really talking about a whole different set of people that are now classed as one. Yes, yes. So just like you may have um, fractions of white people fighting against each other, mm-hmm. when you try to put all black people together and say, look, you, as black people, you guys haven't come together, that's probably like saying all blue-eyed white people haven't come together. Right. I mean, there's, I mean, well, I say that because my my background, my history, my the things that I've experienced, my experiences may be totally different from my, my, the black man who lives next door to me. Yeah. But yet society expects us to not only get on, but to find some common ground yeah. and build together and grow together where apart from our color, there may be no com- common ground. That's true. He may have a, a, a total different background to me. He may have, have dealt with different experiences to me. We don't have a language that we can get together and and and, and talk. We don't have a, a religion that we can get together. We don't right. even necessarily have a history. He might be his parents might be from Africa. Mine might be from the West Indies, but yet people expect us yeah. to get together and build and grow. And then when we don't, they say, "Well, yeah, what's wrong with black people? Dude, honestly, why, that why is, is it that everybody else can get together, but black people can't?" Dude, that but, is but, I have never thought about in that perspective. That is. Fucking yeah. interesting as That's shit. That's what I was fixing to say. Is like that is dare I say poignant? <laughs> no, that no, no, it's, it's, it's pointless. No, 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 no. poignant, poignant. It's no, no, deep. it's 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 really it's interesting because in in at least what I can say, like in the in the southern states specifically, that is the general mindset that black people are from Africa. Africa's one. It's no different than a group of Asians, than a group of whatever. Even though there's a huge dynamic, even with um, you know, whether it's Hispanic, whether it's Asian, whatever, but they get lumped together in one people group. Yeah, and that is. Because like Jewish mm-hmm. people, they all share a single fucking heritage, a single fucking religion. I, I'm talking about as a broad strokes. Yeah. Um, but you see, I only know back to the West Indies. Yeah. I, I don't know. 
any of my family from Africa, though, of course, before slavery, that's where they would have come from. But I don't know any of them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and uh, my neighbor who might be from Africa or even my neighbor who might be from from Bob, from St. Vincent or Montserrat, some other small West Indian island. Right. It, you know, that we don't necessarily have anything in common, except that he will know that at some stage his ancestors were slaves. And I don't know at some stage my ancestors were slaves. Apart from that, what do we have in common? We don't have, really have a language. Yeah. We don't have a... Yeah, yeah well, I guess the history is slavery. I guess that's the history. Yeah, no, no legitimacy, but, um, man. Thank yeah. you for that perspective. Yeah, that, I have never ever put it point. like in that group. Sorry, go ahead, Josh. Man, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, I was just saying. I was agreeing with you, man. That's a that's a, a like a, a really good way of you know, making people look at it. Like yeah, a, a complete and utter sense. Yeah. Well, like I, I completely recognize like the fact that I'm a white dude. So, and especially in America, so my vision is particularly. Um, narrow, right? And so I, I really appreciate when people are willing to talk about these things and address things that I might be completely stupid and ignorant on because some people, like especially at least in the States, that are, are tend to be in one direction, very extreme, like they won't even, they'll be like, well, your ignorance is, speaks for itself. I'm not going to answer your questions because you're fucking offending me by asking. So I'm legitimately, I appreciate you being willing to answer these fucking questions because like I said, you just blew my goddamn mind, and yeah. I really fucking appreciate that shit. <laughs> you know, I, I was like, I like the I like the ideas that we can actually get together and 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 talk this shit. To be honest, yeah. Uh, Which, oh, yeah. uh, I want you guys to keep going. I am about to piss my pants, so oh, I'm yeah. going to step out and do that. <laughs> you guys, please carry on. But, you know, it's it's it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a mess. Sure, go for it. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> he he. I think that was code for I'm going to go smoke. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> he, he said, no, it's not. I know at, at some stage you guys want to talk about um, your mate, David. Was it David Weiss? Well, so we, we, discussion on it before. Yeah, we, we talked about him while we're waiting on you guys to join us back up. We, we, we oh. discussed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I missed that. Oh, okay. He was a very enjoyable guy to talk to, but we don't necessarily agree with most of what he said. <laughs> well, I, I, I um, watched both interviews by from both of you. And um, after a bit, I thought it was interesting. And um, even though I thought... It's crazy. What well, you're you is... Yeah, no, well, I thought what you're saying is probably, probably nonsense. Because, yeah. you know, but um, I thought that he was able to answer your questions, especially you, Josh. Because I thought Josh tried to take him to task. I thought the B3F guys, I think you guys were a little bit more relaxed with him. But I'm sure Josh tried to take him to task. But yeah. I thought he was able to answer your questions. The problem was oh. for me is that his answers were above my pay grade. I didn't know enough to, to know whether or not what he was yeah. saying was right or not. But he answered them as if he knew what he was saying. And some of the things that he mentioned, they sounded they sounded pretty good to me. Yeah. So um, I, had the, I had the same response. And, and like when you finish speaking to him, you kind of go, like some of it makes sense. The problem with it is, it's like when you create things like this, when you when you create this this far-fetched ideal, if you go, there's 80% bullshit and 20% truth, but that truth is strong... Like when you go, like, you can't trust all your doctors, which he said, fair. That is a, an incredibly fair statement. And then yeah, he's yes. like, and then they'll give you a vaccine that's going to track your body. You're like, it's kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? And it's, it was always like that with him, with the back and forth. Um, I didn't go in there to argue with him, but it was really good to talk to him and to get that, that in particular where it's, 
you can really break down somebody's thing when you can't keep them on track. This one thing, you'll ask him a question and he'll spear off over here. And you ask him another question and he'll spear off somewhere else. And But it was always, he's a fact that everybody can grab and agree on. And then he's a little bit of shit. And then yeah. what ha- happens eventually, because you, I've spoken to another flat earther since then, and it's always the same story. I didn't believe in it until I started researching it. Yeah. Right? Rabbit holes, conspiracy rabbit holes are so much fun to go down. And if you sit in them for long enough, you go, that's kind of believable. You know mm, what I mean? Like, I always yeah. apply it to, you go to a restaurant a hundred times, you, you have a bad meal there once and that restaurant's shit forever. Right. You, you go down these rabbit holes, you find one little fact or one little thing that connects or, or, or resonates with you and it all becomes real. Yeah. Mm. It all becomes what you thought it was. But, but my point is, you interviewed him and you weren't able to, to expose him. You weren't able to, to oh, say... No, you, never, you never will. You know what? If, if, I was, if he was talking about religion and I was in my 20s, I may well have um, followed him. Yeah. 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 If, no, put it another way. Put it another way. If I was in my 20s and I was able to meet someone who was able to answer me on questions of the religion the way he was ans- able to answer you on questions about not just flat earth but all the things, then I may well be have been Catholic. Or, a disciple. Or, 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 a disciple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know about going that far. But my point is that I thought that his arguments were pretty good considering yeah. I, I, it's not what I expected. I expected to listen to this guy. And, Rabbit on about some foolishness, yeah. and you think, oh, what an idiot!" And I didn't go away thinking that. Yeah, not at all. The the man is like uh, so, but that's uh, the misconception about people who come up with these ideas as well. It's like on the opposite end, everyone goes, "Well, he's an idiot." You're right, an idiot mm. by any. No, the opposite. Very bright man. Yeah. Very very smart. Very well spoken, and he does have an answer for once again. There was stuff that he spoke about, and I was, I have fucking no idea. I can't answer that. Right. Back. Yeah, uh, and, but I knew I knew if I did if I did have an answer, he'd come up with something. Even, yeah, like he'd just keep piling it on. Um, but I agree with you, man. If if he was speaking about anything, he, he could sell it. He's a salesman, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's one of the world's best salesmen. Well, and, and I don't know exactly how Josh is how your podcast works. I know for us, like we like to veer people off of off topic. A lot. We like to get into the real stuff that they're not trying to sell, and so we we kind of approach that that discussion with him as far as let him say whatever he's going to do, let him give his green screen presentations and ask questions as they arise. But let's just see if we can get him off topic and talk about other things. So that's and and it took us a little while, but I think like towards the end, in the end of the interview, I asked him about his website because. I had been to his website, and there's a lot of crazy shit on his website. For there's, sure. Oh, yeah. He, 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 was, he was reluctant to say that it was his website. He was. I think I finally got yeah. him to say it was, but it, it took him a couple of times of going, of me saying, you don't have to say, but I mean, yeah. it yeah. seems like it's your website or whatever. But he had some crazy stuff, like like Stephen just said, forests aren't real. Um, the George Floyd murder yeah. was a government hoax and, and yeah, things absolutely. like that. Well, one, so. of, one of the things cool. I've, I have found across the board, though, with flat earthers, and it's like people that are, are really, really, really embedded religiously, especially when they're older, 
is they're looking for something bigger or something like a universal knowledge that they're in on, like some type of meaning. And when they find that, they just latch the fuck on. And then logic doesn't matter at that point because it's something that makes them feel they're a part of something that's much, much bigger Mm. than they are, which I think is a part of human nature anyway. But when you really, really have a huge hole in your life and you find something that fills it, um, you know, there's no logic that's going to talk you out of it, right? It's a full life investment into these beliefs. And I think some guys like David Weiss might not necessarily buy into everything, but they're at a point where they have recognition and they have affirmation. They have these things that they desire. And so it doesn't serve them to change anything or to think outside of that. Like it's a it's it's a it's a self reciprocating thing. Have you guys watched the uh, that flat Earth documentary on Netflix? Oh my God! No, yes. I heard you. Did guys he talk mention about that it, when I he was on with yet. you about how it was all misrepresented yeah. and like edited? Yeah, I heard him say that. But look at the the leader of it lives in his mum's fucking basement. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like if you, you, he moves out of his mum's house and creates a flat Earth thing, and like he gets acknowledged from pretty girls now. You know what I mean? And, and might pay his bills and. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, mm. there's no fucking way you're going to back down from it. Not when you're getting attention. Like, not mm. when you're, mm. you know, even yeah. if it's bad attention, you're still getting attention. Yeah. Still yeah. You wake up to your phone blowing up, even though it might be negative. Right. It's always a good feeling. Well, that's what I was going to say. As, as humans, we want some type of affirmation and attention that makes us feel valuable. I mean, that's like the base human experience is we want to feel connected to something else. That's not just us. You know, that, that Mm -hmm. loneliness is a big drive to either be better or to join some type of community. And, you know, it's especially in the modern age of, um, uh, us being so fractured and, and independent outside of a community. Like when you find a community that kind of feeds into something we're desiring, um, it becomes this very entrenched part of who you are. Yeah, I agree. What did you find the most? What did you find the most fascinating or intriguing thing about flat Earth theory? Um. Yeah. Okay. What's this about Antarctica? We can only travel to a certain part. Thank you. That's the one thing that he talked. That's the one thing for me that I'm like. But nobody argued it. None of you guys argued it. I well, because I don't know. I don't know the the facts behind it. I just Ah. know. I'm I'm just thinking. Huh. That's interesting. We're not allowed. But I have looked it up since then, and there is an Antarctica treaty that where you're only allowed to go to certain parts, and it has to be sanctioned or whatever that is interesting that is interesting yes plus i don't want to argue i like people wondering if i actually believe the shit he's selling (laughs) like that's so much fun to me yeah it's uh so they got treaties down there because it's an ecosystem and if you that's one of those ecosystems like if you fuck it up like that you can't bring it back like you there's you know like a forest you can replant trees you can't rebuild ice you fucking sheep (laughs) everybody fucking agrees but you can go there like you can go to certain parts of it i know people that have been my old boss went there i applied for a job Uh, down there actually but if you can only go to certain parts of it what are they hiding in the other parts nazi bases that's that's what he was saying (laughs) why does everything have to be hidden you know why why is everybody against everybody well Look, I didn't know. I thought that we had conquered this earth. I thought that we had stepped all over it. I didn't know there were parts oh, of this earth that we had You didn't realize that there was some oh, stuff going on outside of the Antarctic ice wall. <laughs> I got you. That is the dumbest fucking thing ever. And I was like, what happens after? Like, well, well, we don't know. And I was like, what? what? Get a drone. Fly it over the wall then. You know, like this. Did he, did he talk to you about aliens? 
Uh, aliens are real, man. No, no, but I mean, sorry, but he was saying that like aliens aren't from space; they're from the lands that are they're, outside. Yeah, of he Antarctica. wouldn't call yeah, them extraterrestrials. Right. He was calling them extraterrestrials, meaning yes, the land yeah. outside of the ice wall. Have, have any yeah. of you guys read any bit into the the Hollow Earth theory? That shit's fucking extra crazy. I love it. All right, don't yeah. tangent us off. Hollow, yet. The Hollow Moon theory as well that the uh, the moon's a spaceship. What's the Nazis? So, man? Uh, it's all the Nazis. They, uh, they shot a rocket at it or something, and it echoed too much. <laughs> too much. Think about it. Like, well, if you're gonna believe that the you know the government is constantly spying on you and stuff, why can't the moon be a, a big satellite? Right. It could be. Yeah, for sure. Um. So we had well, when we had David Weiss that? on within the first ten minutes, he had a colleague dial in to us to talk as well. I want him on so oh, yeah. bad, and I can't remember his name, but he he approaches flat earth from a biblical pers- perspective like he can give you verses in the bible that supposedly say the earth is flat oh, and, so and things like yeah. that but he was a bit of an asshole like he was a bit yeah. of a jerk about it like he really was you Let's, asked him to 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 name something that was i don't know um something within the bible that just basically showed that the um earth was flat and he read out something but and then he left abruptly and i left yes. when he left i thought but hold on that didn't really tell me anything yeah, well that's the yeah, thing right. i wanted to have because of my background and shit like i really wanted to have him on individually and talk to him like okay let's dig into let's dig into the bible let's let's talk about scriptural proof of the flat earth it'll be a good time yeah, yeah that's the thing about steven like legitimately i love him and hate him but he's forgotten more shit about the Bible and things like that than most people have ever learned about it, honestly. As far as most people that I run into in a, on a daily basis. I love mm-hmm. putting him on a religious tangent and listen to him just tear shit apart. I mean, we, right. we do a thing each week, and we're, we're going to dial it back a little bit because he tangents on it oh every God. time. But where we play these fundamentalist Baptist people and this crazy shit that they say about, about how— um, up up easy's alleys like um, Scott's wearing kilts is is not biblical like they shouldn't because be doing it's that feminine because it's feminine <laughs> men, only women should be wearing skirts and things like that it's just I love to play those little videos and get Steven going on stuff but it it, it takes up a lot of the second half of our show every week but You're right but that's You're a great right. thing about having religious conversation with Steven is like he's studied most of this shit like in depth in in Bible school and so. He can mm-hmm. have a debate. He could debate pro, and he can debate against it, and that's that's a great thing. Oh, okay. it is. It really Ooh, is. Like I love because so, so you can take either approach to it, and it's a it's amazing to me. We're gonna kiss, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the face. toilet. <laughs> Look at Josh's face. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm curious because we t- we had this conversation with Andre and Easy when they were on. Um, and I know that there's parts of it that are super ingrained in British culture, but as far as in the, um, in Australia, my understanding is a religion doesn't dig in nearly as deep as it does in, in other places because, um, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like, cause you guys weren't founded as some type of weird, you know, proselytization or like mission. Um, I mean, you guys are a bunch of fucking criminals. So I was just kind of curious <laughs> on what um, the. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. This but... man is not allowed to have a gun in a country full of guns. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm joking. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm curious on on how much religion ties into a lot of um, Aussie culture. Um, well, once again, it's 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 borderline to the point where it's a business, but it, it just doesn't fly down here as much. It's yeah. not one of those like staunch beliefs. Like you, you you get your big churches and whatever, 
Um, Australians really don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like a lot of the time, I think we, because we're so fast, like separated from everybody else, unless it's immediate, um, we don't really care. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, and once again, we weren't founded on, on it. So it's not ingrained in our beliefs. Right. But I think the other, like, doesn't that sort of speak in, you know, in volumes that like something that's founded and like ingrained in you has to be inherently correct? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, no, no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Doesn't it? Doesn't it sort of jive? But but once again, it does. It provides this, this system, these uh, this this skeletal thing that you can sort of base your your communities off. Yeah. Whereas Australia was just sort of founded off like not dying by the things that are here. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. and it's it's such an odd thing because there's a lot of especially conservatives here that really preach that well, America was founded as a Christian nation, and like that's not fucking true historically. But I mean, it was a very Protestant based background, which is essentially Catholicism light. Like the structure's the same, the viewpoints the same. They just didn't like the Church of England telling them what the fuck to do. I mean, it's but what's that? Isn't that crazy that they, they can just fucking take this book that was meant to be written by the son of God and just be like, oh, I, don't really <laughs> like I don't like this part. Yeah. Let's create something it's, different. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And nobody sees that. Like, isn't that fucking insane where people keep taking little parts of what they think it is. Right. Well, that's and, the thing. And, and then going, I'm going to do my own thing now. But it doesn't <laughs> yep. it say in the Bible not to do that. Well, that's like, the thing about the fundamentalist Christian clips that I play on here. That Stephen going is like these guys are hardcore King James version only, and I'm like, but you don't understand that like that was translated. Like King James had that translated in a way that suited him. Like, yeah, what? How, how yeah. is that the yep. soul like living word of God or whatever? Yeah. Like it's 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 crazy to me. Well, once again, it's like the, the the book originally could have been written off something, you know, great and terrific, and everybody's happy. And yeah, but, but once again, you pass anything down any type of line, like yeah. the whole Chinese whispers thing is like the the most. Can you say Chinese whispers anymore? I would say that's racist as <laughs> shit. <Yeah. I'm> just <laughs> it's the same fucking principle, man. You yeah. like anybody who tells a story embellishes. We all do it. We all fluff it up to make it seem a little bit better. Believe yeah. so, like, <laughs> this book that was written two thousand years ago. It's a bit, right. Well, you have, you have a little bit redundant, and it, and it, it makes you rigid as a human. Yeah. This is why they they become these staunch believers. Of Right. Well, nobody takes into account cultural influence or the people that were in power at the time when it was fucking done or translated or what the fuck ever. But on 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 top of all of that, I don't know. There's this assumption that people have this connection. It's it's that that desire to have something bigger than yourself. It still comes back, yeah. you know, to that. And I don't know. It's people identify with aspects of it, so they cling onto those aspects and then find a way to justify. The rest of it. And I don't have, you know, an issue with religion in the sense of like if it makes you happy and, and helps you be kinder to others and, you know, have some understanding of the world around you at that level. Great. But when it starts becoming this oppressive bullshit that you start trying to force on other people, then fuck you. You're an asshole. Um, but that's a, that's anything, right? Like, yeah, you, you find the same fucking thing with like my music's better than your music yeah. or your shit. I've, yeah. I've heard that before, like you listen to that and you're like what does it matter man like it's yeah you know we find anything any little thing that we can use for social currency yeah. that's all it is yeah yeah i mean One the, this. yeah i mean the only thing i think we can all agree on is easy being a k-pop fan is completely fucking unacceptable <laughs> oh what's wrong with k-pop <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding>. oh. <laughs> 
right. please. Uh, I, I, do yeah, say, I do agree with, yeah. with what Steve's saying, though, that, yeah, the basics. I think if the, the basics of religion, people who follow the basics of religion, even if they are different religions, the, the basics of religions are, are probably sound. And if everybody followed the basics of religion, yeah, maybe this world would, well, yeah, I'll say, I was going to say, yeah, it should probably be a better world. Yeah. But, um, well, the two, but as you say, it's when people start manipulating it to suit their own um, agendas. Well, so, so just human agendas. Things, love God, love your neighbor. I mean, that, why do you yeah. need anything more than that? Yeah, but human nature is to conquer and to own and to be better than. I mean, that's that's human fucking like anything. I'm that's just happened, trying to conquer love. Jesus Christ! So, because I mean, anything <laughs> that's happened, like history repeats itself, and like all people want is to be in control of their surroundings and what the fuck they have. I mean, that's repeated itself over and over because we're inherently selfish and we like to think that we're more evolved now and we have a better concept of equality and all this shit and that's true to a degree but in the end of the day like whoever's in power wants to fucking be in power and not lose that power i mean that's just fucking humanity well i would argue like what you just said like what josh was about to say something oh i'm sorry i wasn't looking at the screen i I can wait no i was just gonna say that that um the whole it's selfish. Even the being nice and helping people, it's it's selfish. I mean, because it just makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah. That's it. I mean, so. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think humans need this struggle? They need this constant battle between good and evil. Like uh, you can take the, the you know the devil or the or, or God and use that as a premise. But good and evil, this fundamental thing. Like I remember having a discussion with somebody about uh, like World War Two happening and when it happened. And did it need it to happen for humanity to get to this point now? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, was that a, a necessity? Like, if you can zoom out on just one particular time and go, all right, let's zoom out. And was it for the benefit of humanity? Like, would we have made it to space? And why are we going to space? And do right. we need to go through these? Like, I think it relates back to, to the people who have it easy especially like I think we might notice now it's like in times of where, where things are particularly easy we find things to uh, to cause drama to, to, right. to shake things up to cause pain and hurt and, and we'll, we'll really explode those things up to make it worse to get something good out of the other end yeah. you know what I mean so, and this is obviously like a time times a billion type thing do you guys think that humans need to go to a struggle to get through some to to something better to see enlightenment or to to improve or achieve something different. Ooh, I'd be like Andre and Easy Man. This is this is one that's just fucking softball to you guys. Come on. I think that yes, I think as individuals, you want to feel like you're achieving things, you're doing something, and that means yes, that means some sort of struggle to achieve something. But um, on a world level, I don't think like World War Two or world or wars in general, I don't think that they are achieving anything. So if you're asking if the world needed to have a world war, to go through a war to, to, to somehow improve, no, I don't Two of them. think so. But um, as individuals, I think we, I think we, yeah, I can understand why as individuals we want to go through certain struggles. It makes us feel like we're achieving something. It makes us feel like we're, we're doing something. But not not to the levels of that that as worlds as, as countries that we're doing. No, if that makes sense. War is war, war and conflicts is just money makers, right? It's another way of making not, money. Yeah, I'm not sure why 
I don't know. I, I, I think I might argue with that, that it's almost necessary on a major level because just like individuals are wanting this, that, that collectiveness of that community wants to achieve the same thing. And it's just like they say that no good art comes out of you know, happiness. It all comes from pain and, and struggling and strife. And I just think as, as humanity, we always need something to make us feel like we're important, that we can achieve, that we can overcome. And on, and on an individual basis, that's 100% true, but that combines, right? When you have a group of people that are like-minded, that becomes a thing. And I, and I don't think it's an intentional thing. I don't think it needs to happen, but I think it happens regardless of intent. That's just as things go, that shit comes up. Like it's, it just happens. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like as, when you have people with different ideals, which is always going to happen depending on the culture and where you grow up, those are always going to be conflicting with each other. And both of those groups, it's like when you fight a war, one group's thinking they're fucking fighting for the good guy. The other group's that they're fighting for the good guy. And it's basically whoever wins that shit ends up writing history to be the good guy. Yeah. And, um, back to back world war champs, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, I, I, I feel like that it's, it, it just feeds into that. So, um, I feel like this shit, it's not necessary. It's not unnecessary. It's just part of human evolution and human nature to... War, war is not, not unnecessary? What's that? War. You're saying war is not unnecessary. I don't think it's not unnecessary. I don't think it's necessary. Wow. I think it's just ingrained in human nature to conquer whatever obstacle you see as being in front of you. Can it? Doesn't it have to be either one or the other? Um, you know, I think so. I think as people evolve, maybe you can find that compromise and to, to talk things out. But ultimately, the people that are in control of whatever situation, they're going to fight or send people to fight for whatever the fuck they think they need to get. So I, I don't think it's necessary or unnecessary. I think it's inevitable. Wow. Josh? It's hard to say, man. It's hard to say with that, like, sort of inflicting any emotion onto it like emotionally you want to go look to be honest war is completely unnecessary it doesn't make any sense it's, right. it's mm, point. that made no sense to me uh, it's it's completely it's just a pissing competition in yeah. a sense when you think about it it's always just two men arguing and and they make other people do their business but so in what of, sense is it necessary in, in terms of like I, I was more like like an evolutionary thing like this 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 this, this thing to be to become better as human like mm -hmm. and I, I know it sounds bad <laughs> can we become better humans without killing other humans no, but it's it's a superiority how, but, complex but how, do, but, but how do we know it's a bad thing until it's done like we we like i'm, I'm saying world war ii for instance it's hard to say without trying to say like i'm pro war because I, I definitely not like i, I don't yeah yeah, yeah yeah no i appreciate that but um but i do believe that you know i there would have been a hitler at some stage of 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 this timeline, and I just think it's in terms of the timing of when it happened. It was probably better it happened then. It's like it shouldn't have happened at all compared to now in terms oh, of yeah. what the the weaponry and, and whatever we have now. And I always thought about it as like, did it need to happen at that stage to get to a point to where we to build us as humans as we are now? But once again, I think I look at it as a as an individual level, like you were saying, Andre, where it was like. I know me, I need to go through something difficult to go, ah, that's, that's how you don't do that. Do it this way. And I was, I was just trying to get you guys' opinions on, mm. do you think mm. that works on a, not only an individual level, but maybe a community level? 
you know i think it does know. work on a community level and a country level i just don't think that you need to kill people to to feel that you've achieved something just like i'm a super you don't feel you need to kill someone to to, to feel that you've 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 yeah, done something that you've you've achieved something you've strived to get something i'm sure countries can feel better and do better without having to go to war although like you said in in the scenario with hitler yeah if if you have a scenario where you've got some geezer who's who's run the country and he's overthrowing other countries then yes at some stage other countries are supposed to look in and say hold on we've got to stop this guy so so i can understand how some wars can happen but i just don't think it should it needs to happen just so a country can sit back and feel better about itself or feel that it's achieved something i just don't understand that i don't even understand that i don't understand how how you or anyone might think that going to war will somehow make that country better I can understand you going to war because you some bloke is is overthrowing other countries and 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 needs to be stopped. I think that's a little bit well, different. You're not doing it. You're you're selling an idea. Your you're selling an I idea that people that, buy into. Let's take the war thing out of it. Let's take the the human on human war. Do you think humanity would get better after say theoretically there was an alien invasion and they come down and we all we all strive together? Do you think the world would go back to what it was or do you think we'll stay united? No, I think um everyone to go back to how they were. I mean, who was I talking to? Was it one of you guys who was talking about um, 7-11? Yeah, yeah, 7-11. And, and, um, <laughs> and how everyone got together after, after, after you know, yeah, it was the one, Twin Towers one of the and all those unified things, but, times I can think of in the country overall. I mean, I'm not saying everyone was. But, but it was yeah. done with a purpose. It was the same it way was, that people sure. knew about Pearl Harbor, the government sure. did before it fucking happened. Like, I don't think it was an inside job, but I think it was allowed to occur for sure. that public opinion to unify, to go and fucking get some goddamn yeah. opium. Like that's. You think what was allowed to occur? Yeah, we absolutely. He thinks 9/11 was allowed. He thinks we knew that it Pearl was going to happen, and we are allowed. Oh, Pearl Harbor as well. Stephen thinks that it. Well, that apparently, we, apparently, apparently, the rumor is that um, Churchill knew. Yeah. And then it second world. No, that was a Lusitania, wasn't it? That was Lusitania. Well, in in the same way with um, 9/11, I don't think they necessarily knew what was going to happen, but they knew some shit was coming, yeah. and it was allowed to happen because it it drew public opinion to support the war effort. Because ultimately, it was economically beneficial to the United States. But you're not going to go to war without public approval, and yeah. so you have to have something to occur to get that approval. A catalyst. That's yeah. my description. Yeah. Well, I guess that sort of answers the question because America kind of went back to normal. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just feel like... America? The- <laughs> I know. I mean, I just feel like conflict is in human nature, right? This uh, this desire to overcome, because it's not that anything goes back to normal. Like since the beginning of beginning of human history, people have always had conflict and strove to um, expand their territory, expand their horizons, and to take over people that they deem to be in their way or to be less than them. And I, I just think that it's. I mean, I'm it's the nihilist in me, but. I just feel like it's just the cyclical thing that it doesn't matter how evolved you are, there will always be some type of conflict for the people that feel like they should be superior to conquer the people that are in their way for achieving that superiority. Then that's like um, saying back in the day, um, if you believe in cavemen or, or back in the day, um, men would go out and they would they would sleep with as many women as they felt like it. And now we're living in a scenario where everyone's supposed to be monogamous, but um, some would argue that's not a human, or that's not the natural order of things. But yet somehow 
not everybody, but a lot of people manage to do it. Society on a whole manages to, to try to work like that. So, so is that the natural order of things that, that we're monogamous, that we, we have one partner? I don't or, think it, I don't uh, think it matters. Or is it a human constraint? Sorry? I Go guess ahead, a couple of things play into that though. Like you got to think that back in caveman time, the biggest, stronger caveman would get naturally get more. You know what I mean? There'd be there'd be a natural attraction to it. So it wouldn't yeah. be like everybody sleeping with everybody. There'd be a natural hierarchy of you know the whatever the pretty cave woman looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Same caveman. now with the countries, didn't it? Not every country can um, <clears throat> wage war on other on other countries. It's yeah, only the bigger countries that that could do it. Um, but is monogamy still a thing now? Yes. <laughs> Ask your missus. <laughs> no, like, like, is it just as deeply entrenched? The only reason why I asked, I had a, um, a girl on recently uh, that was polyamorous. Yeah. And apparently the community is pretty big, especially here in Australia. Do you guys have a lot of polyamory people there? Or are you like America would probably be the, I, I think the we, to, we, we do, there, they? but I, I will uh, say, cause we have, it's such a, uh, Victorian and Protestant influenced culture that uh, polyamory is very much frowned upon, even though it's more and more common in in uh, in certain situations. But I will say I have never seen or known anyone in a polyamorous relationship that has worked out. It's yes, always it, ended up in a trainer. It's almost always eventually it ends badly. But, but oh, you, oh, 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 when you said worked out, I thought you meant divorce, right? Getting a good body. Do what? What you, was that, Josh? Isn't your divorce rate super high over there? Oh, yes, the divorce rate high. is astronomical. Yes. It's over fifty percent. I'm, yeah. I'm on my third fucking marriage, so you know. So what? So what's like small polyamory or marriage? Exactly. It, it, it all. It's it. That's dependent upon the people. I mean, well, oh, sorry. So you take Stroke. marriage. My wife and I have been married twenty one and a half years. Uh, got married. Ve- got married very young. Um, I was eighteen, uh, and then and and we got married and started having kids very young and. But the you know the church had a lot of influence on us getting married at that age, which was a bad idea for us to get married <laughs> at that age, and which caused us to then you know fourteen years after we were married to, to damn near divorce, and you know we worked it out or whatever. But I mean, um, I think that there's a lot of. Uh, I don't know how to put it to words exactly. I mean, the divorce rate is very high over here, but I I, I can't think of any it's open a, relationship or polyamorous relationship or whatever that have, that works out long term. But we have very conflicting ideas because we're we do. we're so heavily, in, especially in the South, so heavily entrenched in religion. Like it seeps into everything. Like whether you want yeah. it to or not, it seeps into everything. And when you're taught. Regardless if you decide to be polyamorous or not, when you're taught that it's only supposed to be this way, that jealousy breeds into fucking everything. And so it doesn't matter what the divorce rate is, like people's influence and their background heavily shape what the fuck their overall expectation is, is whatever they decide to do. Like it's, I don't know, man. Like it doesn't make sense. What do you guys reckon? Like what's the, uh, do, do you guys have many polyamorous relationships over in the UK? And what are you guys' thoughts on it? Easy. Uh, I don't think we have actually. Um, is it a religious thing? Like, like, um, I think it's a greed. <laughs> it's a greed. It's a greed thing. You know what? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- I think I, most I, do, I, 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 th- I, I don't pay much attention to it. Truth told, <laughs> I think most no, guys are okay with I'm, them I'm super, fucking I, other people. It's, it's not on my radar. It's not something that interests me. You know what I mean? I, I look at it and think. 
greedy. <laughs> well, I, I think in documented yeah, history, you're to, you're, you're, all, these, all these wives are tending to this, to this one bloke. You know, I can. Nah. Yeah, that sounds it's abysmal. Really like, that does to have to focus on that many different people. It's just well, that, see, my, that I think tra- traditionally, like historically, if you read it, men have historically wanted multiple partners, but women have always been expected to have only one. And so I think yeah, when, that, what sorry is that something that just enforced by. By men out of out of jealousy over eons. Or I, don't, I don't know, but that's the, that's been the trend. Is traditionally like men will have fucking ten and twenty wives or whatever, and women are expected to be committed to the one that they're with. And I think that comes out of that biological sense of conquering, and I want to fucking spread my seed, you know, whatever. But it still is kind of how it works out, and I feel like that in a polyamorous relationship, when the dudes banging three girls tends to work out better than if all the girls are banging other dudes. Sure. Like from what, at least here in the States, from what I've seen, because of the, I think the inherent expectation that comes with being a male and in charge. Well, and I was going to say, um, I don't know, five minutes ago about. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. No, I'm just saying, I was going to say like, as far as polyamory <laughs> and things like that, like as feminism kind of grows and, and is a stronger thing, like, Things like that are tending to happen more because women are, are looking at this as a more of a, a freedom. Exactly. Thing. And I'm not saying yeah. that as a negative thing. Like, absolutely, equality is a good thing. But I think a lot of women are going, well, men have done this for so long and yeah. we should be equal. So now I, if I want to have 10 different partners or commit or commit to no one and just sleep around or whatever, that that's fine. And like, I'm not saying that that's a problem or whatever, but I think as feminism grows, so does... A, a, a society where there are multiple partners between people go. That's the well. smartest thing you've said all day. Good job. And I'm the drunkest that I've been all day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I, I'll go ahead, Josh. No, no, you go. Sorry. No, no, I just had a question for all of you guys along those lines. Um, and, and that is with, I, I heard this theory and it's not new and, I, and I'm going to butcher the fuck out of, of it, but I think conceptually you guys will get it. And that was the concept of sexual selection, meaning as far as sexual partners go, women have all the control. And so the, de- the reason that some women are considered whores um, and men are considered just men if they sleep around is because women have all the choice in the matter. Like they get to choose what dicks they accept. We'll fuck anything that'll fucking let us fuck it. And so like if, if we're trying to have sex with a woman and we get to they it's because they're allowing us to have sex with them. But when a woman has multiple partners, she's choosing to allow all these different men to have sex with her. And that's where that, um, that discrepancy comes into play. So, and again, I'm kind of butchering the theory, but it, it's one is I'm accepting one. The other is I'm getting what I can get. So what, what do I you think, guys think about that, that concept? I think that theory is from, uh, from some dude who hasn't had sex a lot. And I think he's struggling with the concept <laughs> of nobody. Wanting to fuck. Well, it, it takes, it, it takes, it takes emotional manipulation out of the, out of yeah. the equation, but yeah, like, but, but in what context you can use that for, for a particular group of people, but it's, like, I don't think that applies to everybody. No way. There's no, like, I've said no to it. Like, I'm sure some of you guys have said no to it. Like, you just. <laughs> I've only yeah. said no to easy. That's the uh, only yeah. one. I got married young. I haven't said no a lot. I'm going to be like, fucking yes to everything. And, and it's the same with the girls. I think the only difference is, is the, the factor of fear. It's like, if girls say no, there's a real chance that the guy can go, yes. Yeah. No, and absolutely. Think, sure. You know what I mean? And I think that's the only, the differing factor. I don't think girls decide. I don't. 
I don't think men decide. I think you decide as a collective, right? Surely that's. Uh, I don't know. I have to admit, I, I to an extent, I understand what Steve a is saying because. Yeah, uh, yeah, hard to believe it. Yeah, and, I think, and just um, just to clarify, I'm not saying I subscribe no, to this. Guys, I'm just guys, saying it's sorry, something can that I've interu- heard. Can I interrupt? No. Sorry, can I interrupt a second? <laughs> I, need, I, need to ju- <laughs> I need to jump off. Okay, I've, I've got a very uh, important phone call that I need to sort out. Okay. okay right. So excuse me. I need to bow out. Okay. Hey, Take hey, easy, hey, before you go, thanks for being on, dude. It's yeah, been so sure. much fun. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Have a good uh, day. Yeah. Um, I'll have to be careful how I put this, but yeah, I'm, I think, although I, I agree that, of course, you're going to get scenarios where you're, you have the option and you say no. Of course, that happens to most people, I would assume. But no, I think on the whole, guys are hunting, they're looking. You, normally, guys will ap- approach women. Not all the time, but on, on the whole, guys will approach women. So then it's up to that woman now to decide whether or not she's interested or not. And if that right. woman, if you go to talk to a woman and she's not interested, the normal scenario is that you, you go and seek elsewhere. Right. If, on the other hand, she entertains you, then yes, then that means you're through to the next round. <laughs> well, it, do you guys think that is a, like a cultural thing that's been shifted, like that has been placed on both sexes over years? You know what I mean? Like, because women were considered whole when they slept with people. So no, they wouldn't uh, like entertain the idea of talking to somebody out right. of fear of being labeled. Like, yeah. is, is this a, a thing that's a societal thing that's been over years and years and years? Rather than just this this biological need to do so, I think right. it's probably so. You know what I, mean? I think it's probably a mixture of both. Honestly, I think it. I think it probably is a mixture, and maybe it's more a societal thing. But I think it is a, a mixture of both. But uh, I don't. know. It's hard to pinpoint. I mean, because I know at least over here. I mean, I've had multiple conversations with people that it's like, <laughs> like women. Women, it's not a hard thing for a woman to find a sexual partner if they go out to a bar or whatever. Sexual partner is the key word. Right, sexual partner, yes. But a, a man, it, it is to the discretion of the women that are involved in whatever. I mean, Unless you got game like a motherfucker. Sure, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying like, look, I, I don't know a single woman that can't go to a bar and at least find somebody that's willing to sleep with him that night. Yeah. But I know plenty of guys that aren't going to find that. I mean, in but, for good or for bad. I'm not I, saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's just a fact of the matter. Like in in but I in what I've modern, seen, yeah. anyway, it is a more modern thing. But, uh, but I'm, like, I'm I'm like, just saying. You, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. How would you guys feel if it was on the other foot, though? Like, would you be able to handle it? If a guy, well, a girl, first and foremost, I think we're just talking about how things are. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, we're talking about just how it is. I, I think regardless, but, um, no matter is, which side of the fence I'm on, if I want some ass at the end of the night, my ass is fucking pulling it because goddamn, I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I but, think it is a fact of the matter. And I think uh, I, but I, when I, you want to say, no, go ahead. Sorry. Go, go ahead, Josh. ahead Andre. Are you talking? Who's talking? Go ahead. Yeah. So, so Josh, when you said, um, how would you feel if it was on, if the shoe was on the other foot? You're saying, what? Well, how would we feel if, if what if if women were approaching us? What do you mean by? Yeah, like, but but if it was like a, once again just this deeply like seated cultural thing that you'd be demonized if you were to do it, like, 
just try and put yourself in their position for a little bit and then probably try <laughs> and then answer the question. You know what I mean? Like, like, could you, like every single time somebody approached you, you, you there's a fear of being labeled and then would you continue to do so? Sure. Yeah. Like, All right. Take the sexing out of it. Take the male, female. Right. Yeah, but I don't think immediately every time and you get labeled for it. But I don't. I don't yeah, think. I don't think it's like it's not like that now. I mean, you you meet a, a woman and you you have a chat with her. You have no idea how many men she may have slept with. This not, isn't being advertised, so she doesn't need to be worried about whether or not people think she's a whore or anything like that because. Nobody knows the scenario. All you know is you've met this girl, you've liked her. Yeah. So she she's able to choose without having to worry about her um right. Her reputation. Yeah, I sure. don't think a reputation comes into play in this scenario. Right. It, it because, definitely doesn't yeah. more in this this day and age. Well, I I think it boils down to that basic concept of giving versus receiving. Yeah. Like as far as the perception goes, like as, as a woman, you're receiving the dick. As sure. a dude, you're given the dick. And I think there's a big <laughs> distinction there between like, oh, I'm like I'm dominating this, like I'm giving you something versus hey, I'm having to take this. Sure. You know what I mean? I think that's a big It is a big mental distinction. At least I, I don't know how it is oh, in, like a, in other countries, I'm a power but in bottom. the US is it's like if if a teacher sleeps with if a female teacher sleeps with a male student, you look at it differently than if a male teacher sleeps with a female yeah, student. Yeah, that's yeah, it's like that here too. And if you're a father, oh. you definitely look at it differently. I mean, I have sons and I have daughters and for better or for worse, I look at it completely differently. Oh yeah. I, I say I say uh, daughters. I yeah. Dude, if daughter. if my seventeen year old was banging a twenty five year old, I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude, and high five that shit. If my fucking fifteen year old daughter was banging a twenty two year old guy, I'm gonna be fucking out for blood. Yeah. Like straight up. <laughs> yeah. It's so that's a it's a but once again, is that is that genetics or is that by like something that's just been instilled in us i think it's i, mean? I think it's like, probably a mixture of both um, but i think yeah. at a certain point it gets really hard to define what's biological and what's societal because they kind of blend together well they have to i guess yeah. right they, they we have to live with both both choices but it's so i don't know man uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys saw this comment let's go say audrey says Audrey says, I'm not a whore, but I am allowed to choose and make multiple choices. That was more COVID. Now I'm now I only want a Pfizer man. <laughs> yeah. Hit, hit me up on hit me up, Audrey. Hi Audrey. Yeah, yeah. That's from I'm, the on UK. That, I'm on that fat ass Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I am no. still of the opinion, all uh like serious topics aside, dude, we should straight up have a GoFundMe and get all you guys here in studio. That would be so much fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you can comfortably <laughs> sit in here knowing that there's a couple of guns 10 feet away, if you can do yeah, that. Yeah. Get the fun going, mate. I'll, I'll come down. I've never been to the US, so I'll be down there, mate. Yeah, come on. I'll you take can guarantee you, my I'll, safety. I'll take, you to, the sh I'll take <laughs> you to the shooting range and, and let you fire some guns, Andre. Oh, hold on. How does that work? Can, can, would that be possible? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All you got to do is just rock up shoot guns no well it's different it's not they have a couple indoor ranges here where you can go and rent yes. a rent a weapon and yes. fire in a contained you, environment they give all your information and you're in a controlled environment where you go and there are targets yeah. and you shoot the target with the gun yes damn yes let's get that going but right. let's be but, <laughs> but let's be honest if you're showing up there with two middle class white guys you're they'll probably give you a pass <laughs> <laughs> Oh 
great stuff, mate. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Yeah. boys, I think I'm uh, done too. I'm going to get up in five hours. To get dude, oh, understandable, okay. man. Thank you guys, yeah. dude. It's been so fucking great to talk to you. We should make this a semi-regular Give us a thumbs up on Facebook at B3F Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at B3F Podcast and on Instagram at B3F underscore podcast. Send us your questions or comments to BFFF.podcast at gmail.com. Rate us and review us wherever you listen to the show. And as always, thanks for listening.